Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Empowered Eating Podcast. My name is Lauren Boleen, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach here to teach you all about intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food and body. This week, I want to teach you a little bit about unconditional permission to eat and one of the number one things you can start practicing to feel that true permission. First, I want to take a second to mention my Empowered Eating Program. This program I've created is designed to help you ditch diets for good to rid yourself of the unnecessary guilt and stress you feel around food, learn to respect and nourish your right now body, and finally find the healthy lifestyle that not only works, but feels easy and second nature for you. In my program, I help women shift their mindset out of the diet and weight-focused health goals by providing support and education to help you understand just what is actually going on in your body and learn to reconnect with your internal wisdom. Not only can I help you learn how to just eat without that constant stress and obsession about food you might be feeling right now, but we also do discuss nutrition and physical activity recommendations from your new non-diet perspective to ensure that you're still engaging in those important health-promoting activities, just, you know, in ways that you actually enjoy. Because once you're not stuck in that dieting mindset, it feels like a whole new, very fun world. Movement and nutrition don't have to feel like a chore, but it definitely takes some upfront work to unlearn all of those internalized beliefs you have about dieting, that work to change your mindset so that you can see these things as self-care that you really enjoy doing for yourself instead of that chore that dieting feels like. If you're interested in learning more about what it would be like to go through my program, I'm always available for a free 45-minute discovery call. On the call, we will have the opportunity to get to know each other a little bit better and see if we might be a good fit to work together. We can discuss in more detail how my program can help you experience food freedom and body respect. Because once we get to talking and I get to know you and your situation a little bit better, I can point out exactly what we would work on. And then of course you get the opportunity to ask me any questions you might have about me, about my experiences, about what my program looks like, um, and how it could really change your life. So if you'd like to schedule your free call with me, check out the link that I will put in the episode description for this episode. You can also always find this link on my social media pages or my website. And then you can set up a time that works best for you so we can have a chat. All right, on to the pod. If you aren't super familiar with intuitive eating yet, you may not have heard of this concept of unconditional permission to eat. You may have heard that intuitive eating allows you to eat whatever you want, whenever you want. And this really is sort of the concept behind unconditional permission to eat. Giving yourself unconditional permission to eat whatever foods you want, whenever you want, without judgment, that's a key point there, is a pivotal point in the intuitive eating process. It's how you really experience that food freedom for good. What I've found over and over for my clients is that this step in the intuitive eating process is typically the one that helps them really take that final leap into food freedom. Things really start to click once you realize, wow, I really can eat whatever I want whenever I want. But if that sounds scary, keep in mind there's definitely a lot of work going into getting to that point. 
And eating whatever you want whenever you want doesn't mean eating without paying attention to how things are making you feel or you know, you can't really do it without putting a lot of effort into shifting your mindset out of those weight-focused goals and into genuine self-care-focused goals. For example, if you tried to jump straight into unconditional permission to eat without one, building awareness of your current habits, two, challenging those beliefs and habits you've been living with for years, and three, working to see all food as just food that can provide your body the energy it needs, it's unlikely that you'd really end up with true unconditional permission to eat. My guess is it looks a lot more like pseudo permission to eat, not full unconditional permission. This means that while maybe you don't think you demonize or restrict any foods, if you do indulge yourself with an off-limits food or one that you believe is not so good, you're unlikely to let yourself eat as much as you'd actually like to or feel like you could. Then later down the road, when this little restriction catches up with you, it can cause overeating or a binge. And like I said, without that mindset work, that can quickly turn into a spiral situation that I'm sure many of us have been in. Believe it or not, this pseudo permission to eat is a sneaky form of restriction that perpetuates the cycle of dieting. By limiting how much of a food you are allowed to eat, you're effectively telling your body, I still don't trust you enough to make the right decision. That lack of trust in your body will cause you to continue to have guilt around foods and in turn increase the likelihood that you stay in the dieting cycle. By not trusting yourself, you're much more likely to find yourself trying to follow restrictive diet rules even if you aren't necessarily on an obviously restrictive diet. Those habits that we build over all those years of dieting, we really internalize that stuff and we don't even know what we have so deeply internalized until we really sit and intentionally try and figure that out. Not to mention, if you have only given yourself pseudo permission to eat, you're also probably feeling the effects of the continued stress and guilt that that restriction mindset puts you in. If you're constantly in doubt of what you're doing without the right tools to work through it and the support to keep going, this can get pretty difficult. Telling yourself you have permission and actually giving yourself that full permission without guilt are definitely two different things. If you're just telling yourself it's fine, but you don't really believe it, your body can tell. And it can tell that it may need to still fear future restriction because you may still fall back into that dieting and restrictive mindset. I don't know if this has been your experience, but I'm wondering if even if you think you've given yourself full permission to eat, do you still have lingering in your thoughts this belief that some foods are good, some foods are bad? And then if you aren't totally sure that you're doing the right thing, you might even still have a little belief that maybe one last go at a diet isn't the worst idea. This can definitely be perpetuated by the fact that diet culture is catching on pretty quickly to the fact that people are done with diets. And so they're changing a lot of the language. You know, we've talked about Noom before. We've talked about um, how Weight Watchers has changed their name so that they're just WW because they don't want to appear that they associate with weight or weight loss because it's so unpopular now. And so that makes it even harder to fully 
give that up because they're getting really tricky about the way they talk about it so that you can feel like, well, maybe this one really will work. But frankly, since your body is so amazingly smart, as I've mentioned, it can tell that there's a lack of trust and a possibility that you will restrict again. Now, what does unconditional permission to eat actually feel like? I'm going to explain and then share the big thing that I make sure my clients have accomplished before they can comfortably give unconditional permission to eat a go. When you experience unconditional permission to eat, eating starts to feel easy again. You ask yourself what sounds good, you eat it if it's available to satisfy your cravings, which do start to include nutritious foods, by the way. Then you move on. No more obsessive thoughts or guilt for enjoying fun foods. And just to clarify, when I say fun foods, I'm talking about the things that you are probably associating still with bad foods or junk foods or, you know, guilty pleasure, but really the language that we use matters so much. And so I like to say fun. One of the other things that we say is play foods, you know, it's okay to have foods in your diet that maybe aren't the most nutritious, but you enjoy. And so that's why I like to kind of phrase that a little bit differently. So with unconditional permission to eat, you can allow yourself to eat what you'd like in the amount you'd like, whenever you'd like, and feel confident that you're making the right choice for your body because you actually trust your body to let you know what's up. With unconditional permission to eat, you understand that truly no foods are off limits and no foods are better or worse than others, but they do all serve different purposes for you. Since you have full permission to eat all foods, you realize that you don't have to binge, especially on your fun foods or currently forbidden foods, because you can eat more at any time that you'd like. You know that there's nothing wrong with eating past fullness if you're really enjoying your food and want to keep eating. You know that sometimes hanger or ravenous hunger happens, but your body trusts you and you have the ability to slow down and choose food that would actually leave you feeling satisfied. Even if that means snacking on something first before making a full meal, you don't second guess your needs. You just do what you got to do. And if you are eating in a way that's not making you feel great, you know that it's an opportunity for you to check in with yourself, ask what's going on, and decide what changes you'd like to make without judgment. It's not a statement on you or who you are as a person or whether you're bad or good. It's an opportunity for you to learn. When you no longer have the dieting mindset and don't see the food you're eating or your weight as the root cause of all your problems, you're able to read the signals your body is sending and consider all of the circumstances you're going through, and you're able to be so much more gentle with yourself while you figure out a way to help yourself through it. With unconditional permission to eat, food becomes a self-care tool. It gives you the opportunity to decide that you would like to include more nutritious foods in your diet, and you can do this without sacrificing the satisfaction and pleasure you can get from the fun stuff too, and there's no guilt required. Doesn't that sound amazing? Like I said, I feel like the week we work on this concept is the week in my program where things really start to click together for my clients. Once they challenge their forbidden foods and understand that they can give themselves unconditional permission to eat, the urgency they feel around their previously forbidden foods really starts to fade away. Once no food is restricted, it kind of loses its power over you, 
and it loses its power in your cravings. I can't tell you how many times I've heard a client say, I just realized that since I had permission to keep eating, when I actually stopped to ask how it was making me feel, I decided I didn't want to keep going. And this is normally part of our conversation after they have had to, you know, challenge those forbidden foods and sit with the things that they kept off limits for so long. And that's part of the process we go through to help them achieve unconditional permission to eat. I will say my clients have normally worked pretty hard and have especially done a lot of emotional work to get to that point. So it's always so fun for me as a coach to see it all start to click together. In the beginning of my program, my clients learn how to build awareness around their diet culture beliefs, body image beliefs, self-talk, self-care practices, food rules, and eating habits. We do a lot of mindset work and education to help them fully understand the impact diet culture has had on their lives. From there, we can move forward into unconditional permission to eat. So like I mentioned at the top of this episode, if we work together before we tackle this permission to eat, I would make sure you were one, building awareness of your current habits, two, challenging those beliefs and habits you've been living with, and three, again, working to see all food as food that can provide your body the energy it needs. No more good and bad mindset. We work through that and we understand it's all a learning process, right? It's not that you can just decide to not believe that anymore, but it's about being able to say, okay, even if I'm having this thought, I know it's not what I really believe. And that's, you know, kind of what I'm looking for as far as moving out of those food rules and diet culture beliefs. Then there is one of the most important things we have to check off of the list before we can move forward. And that is enough time spent actually eating enough food consistently enough so that your body trusts it will keep receiving enough energy and does not need to fear deprivation any longer. And no, during this part of the process, we are not even focusing on nutrition. You have to go through a period where you let go of the reins truly and trust your body's cravings and respond to them. Naturally, this can be kind of scary, and it's definitely why a lot of my clients sign up to work with me. I can help through education, support, and guidance to get you to and through that process. And it's so important because this process is truly an act of healing for your body. And it's how your body rebuilds the trust that you will respond to your internal signals instead of following diet rules or restrictions. You see, if you're still not eating enough throughout the day and doing this consistently, you know, for more than one day in a row, it takes some time. This commonly leads to eating past fullness or binging and probably some guilt if you haven't done the mindset work. And this can make it really difficult to go buy a bunch of your forbidden food without turning it into a spiral of guilt and bad self-talk. However, once you're eating consistently and giving your body the energy it needs, it will certainly help you approach your forbidden foods with less fear of the binge if it happens more kindness for yourself if it does, and probably even less desire to binge in the first place. I was just explaining to a client who's getting ready to work through this week of my program that we need another week of practice eating consistently and focusing on providing that consistent energy without worrying about nutrition. 
Deprivation can be a really hard habit to break, and it typically does take a few weeks of practice to get to that point where we can move forward. As I explained to her, our bodies will prioritize getting enough energy, aka calories, before they can focus on craving a wide variety of foods. And this is why feeding yourself consistently, providing your body with enough energy, is so important to see those cravings change. So by leaning into this process and providing herself enough energy consistently, and then by working through the process of unconditional permission to eat, she will start to notice her cravings will change once her body can relax about meeting its energy needs, and it can start to focus on nutrition without fear. It's such a crazy journey because my clients really do go from seeing food as the enemy and their bodies as weak for not being able to follow diet rules that don't even work, to allowing their bodies to make the decisions and work as a partnership together for self-care. It's such a great necessary adjustment for so many of us. So if you're at a point in your intuitive eating journey where you're working on giving yourself unconditional permission to eat, I cannot encourage you enough to focus on feeding yourself enough food and listen to the food your body is craving and feed yourself that food too. Like I mentioned before, we have to focus on getting enough energy before we can, you know, before our bodies can trust us enough to start focusing on the nutrition side of things. But again, let me say it again, because I think I say this every episode, your body is so smart. And so once you can trust it, it will take control. You will see your cravings change. All of these things will happen for you. It's just important that you understand that it's part of a long process. Remember that rebuilding trust in any relationship takes time. It takes time, intentional effort to learn about the other party in the relationship, in this case, your body. And it takes some give and take. So with your body, yes, you are giving up control in your mind (laughs) by giving up those food rules and restrictive dieting habits. But what you're going to get to take away from that sacrifice is a much healthier relationship with your body, with food, and with your approach to health overall. I definitely encourage you to keep going if you're working through this process. I remind my clients of this all the time, but even if you feel like you're not making progress or big enough progress, you have to take a second to think back to where you started. Before, were you even taking a second to challenge your negative thoughts? Were you even recognizing them? And were you aware of the fact that they are unnecessary and not something you truly believe to be true deep down? It's okay if those thoughts are still happening. They'll probably still happen for a while. But what you have to focus on is that awareness before you can move forward. Because you can't move forward without first recognizing where you're starting. And I think for most of us, if you take a second to consider how long you have been stuck in the dieting mindset or were stuck in the dieting mindset, it's probably a pretty good chunk of time. And during that time, your body has consistently been stressed and afraid of deprivation. So you have to consider that it may take time to shift your mindset and rebuild that trust. It's truly not a race, you guys. And 
this work that you're doing, even when it's hard, even when it's shitty to face up to the things that you've said to yourself and the things that you've believed about yourself and others, this work is what's setting you up to be free of the food and body obsession for the rest of your life. So it's hard up front, but it's so much easier than having to spend the rest of your life miserable and stuck in that dieting mindset where nothing is ever good enough. So I just want to say, I freaking believe in you. You can do this. You absolutely deserve unconditional permission to eat all the foods. And you deserve a healthy, supportive relationship with your body. And if you do have questions about getting more support through the process, make sure you schedule your free 45-minute discovery call that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Again, the link for that is in the description of this episode. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find me on Instagram at dietitianlauren or at my website, www.nutritionwithlauren.com. If you have any questions about anything I discussed today or topics you'd like to hear covered on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to either the social pages I already mentioned, or you can find our podcast Instagram at Empowered Eating Podcast or email us at empoweredeatingpod at gmail.com. Can't wait to chat more next time.